Hello friends, in this episode, we're gonna talk about how your financial head is important for you when you are becoming a real estate investor. As a single professional, I had debt and no savings after my divorce. I always wonder how I can start investing in real estate to secure my future. I studied programs that gave me all the benefits of investing in real estate. Some claim I could start with no money, but I could not find one that gave me the practical, actionable steps I needed. As a wealth advisor, I've met people that own real estate but weren't ahead financially. They were rich, but they weren't wealthy. Then I finally realized that there was one vital component missing that makes someone become wealthy or not. And on the show, I will reveal what I found and give you the step-by-step -step actions to start investing in real estate and increase your wealth. My name is Araceli. Let's get started. Today we're going to be talking about the importance of your financial health. And this is probably the most important thing for you to get started with. I know a lot of people don't want to talk about it. They want to completely skip this. But believe me, if you do take the time to go through this, it will save you so much trouble. When we are sick and something hurts, we go to the doctor, we do everything we can to stop the pain. Unfortunately, the financial declining is not, it doesn't have that same pain. And sometimes we can just ignore it for years before we can attack it and we can actually do something about it to get better. It's way more subtle. So what should we take care of our financial health? and our physical health. Well, I believe that both of them are very much interrelated. One thing I can give you an example. If you are diagnosed with an illness that requires a special treatment and insurance doesn't cover it, would you stop it because you don't have the finances to afford it? Your answer is to say probably not. You'll do anything you need to do, right? So that is exactly why it is important to take care of both. Both of them cannot be without each other. Financial health and physical health, they are very much interrelated. So the same as health, we normally do a physical every year to find out if there's anything wrong or you know, there's some signals that say that we might go in the wrong direction. So why don't we do that every year with our financial health? Most people resist it. And I tell you, as a wealth advisor, I have seen this many, many times. I was speaking to people to, you know, to become their advisor and they will not talk to me sometimes for years because they just don't want to tackle it. I do have an example, a client of mine uh, I talked to her for a couple of years and I said, listen, let's sit down, talk about what you're doing and see if there's anything that I can do to help. She completely said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And after two years, finally, she said, okay, let's do this. And when I started talking to her, she just told me that she was very ashamed that she didn't want to talk to me because her finances were a mess. 
and I'm, I'm going like, this is totally silly because that's exactly what I, I'm here to help you get better. It's like if you go to the doctor and you don't tell them that you have a pain, the doctor cannot diagnose you if they don't, if, if it doesn't know where your pain is. You leave it, you leave it until, you know, you have maybe an organ failure. I don't know. So it's the same with finances and people could avoid it. But sometimes we just leave it and leave it until it gets in such a position that you cannot get out of it. I tell you, when I got divorced, that's when I saw the biggest change. That transition really wiped out everything, every little savings that I had. We had to sell a house because I could not afford it on my own. And also, um, I lost all my uh, RRSPs, which is our my, my registered accounts were wiped out because my ex-husband decided to go to school and use that to to finish his his school, which he couldn't get a job for a couple years, and that really put a real a lot more strain into our relationship, which is and we ended up getting divorced after two years so that's how important it is for our not only our physical health but I think our mental health to be at peace to know that we have at least all the bases taken care of so when I started uh, my career as an advisor I had to take a lot of courses and certifications and one of the first things that I learned was the rule of 72. And that's how money works and how money compounds over time. So the rule is very simple. The rule of 72 says that if you divide the number 72 into the interest rate that you're getting in your investments, it will give you the approximate number of years that your investment will double. That was absolutely exciting to me because I, I didn't know that this rule even though I went to engineering school, but we didn't, never touched that. We never went into finances. And I said, well, you know, now when I, I learned it, I was in my 30s, I don't have that many doubling periods anymore. And just to give you an example, if you do have an, a starting amount of $10,000, if you have 1.5% in your savings, that money will take approximately 48 years to double. And if you have, if you go three, six and 12%, 12% will give you a doubling period. So if you divide 72 divided by 12, now you have six. So that means every six years, your money will double approximately. So at 12%, now we have, after 48 years, $2.5 million. So at that time, I said, well, okay, first of all, we're going to have to find an investment that gives me that return. And second, how many doubling periods do I have in order to accumulate this money? It was not very good because I was already in my 30s. And that's why it's so important, not only for people that are older, but that you can teach your children that as soon as they start a job, that they can start putting money away. They don't have to put a lot of money in order to get a good return. The longer they go, 
there's less risk and they will start accumulating more money so the one thing that i really like about this rule is that well i'm gonna start saving as soon as possible but there is a there is a bad part of it and the bad part is not about the rule but it's about what you can do with it so the opposite of that is when we have debt and when we have debt the rule is working against us and the, the debt accu accumulates a lot quicker than our savings are actually accumulating as well and the reason is because all the credit cards are usually between 18 to 24 percent so now apply the rule of 72. now i have an example so let's say that you have ten thousand dollars and you just put them in stock market and they make an average of six percent that's pretty reasonable so if we divide 72 divided by six and then now we have 12 years. So every 12 years, this $10,000 will become 20,000 and another 24 years, 40,000. And in 36 years will be 80,000. That sounds okay, a little bit exciting. But what happens if we turn this, instead of having accumulating this money, now we have and borrowed $10,000 on a credit card at April, 18%. So now if you divide 72 divided by 18%, we have four years. So every four years, this debt will double. And in the same amount of, my, amount of time, which is 36 years, that our $10,000 grew to $80,000, our debt grew to $5 million. So that's pretty scary. So that's why it's so important to take care of our finances. That is the very first thing that you need to look at. And there is a few things that I can give you today. And I will make videos specifically on each one of these because it requires some time to explain. But basically you can work with a wealth advisor to help you with this if you don't know how to do it yourself. There's a few things that you need to do. First of all, you have to determine your net worth. And that's basically the report card that tells you how well you're doing financially. Then calculate your debt to income ratio. Super important, you wanna know what that is because the higher that rate is, the more unstable your finances will be. You have a lot of responsibilities to pay for debts. Then you have to calculate your lifestyle cost. And your lifestyle cost is basically all the expenses that you currently have to live the life that you currently live. Then you need to review and optimize your cash flow. And that is basically knowing exactly when you're paying your bills, when you're spending your money, and if you have the money coming in at the right time. The next thing you need to review your investment criteria. Are you maximizing all your registered accounts or any other accounts for that matter? And look at the use. When are you gonna be using it? How long do you have to do that? And if they are in the correct investments, 
I see it so many times, so many people going into GICs, things that really don't pay a lot of money on the long term. And that has to be reviewed. Depending on your age, there are portfolios that would be much better suited for your financial situation. The next thing is, is review your insurance criteria. There's about 40% of the population that do not have life insurance. And if you do have children or you have any assets, that is kind of the one thing that you really need to have. But you need to know what kind and how much you need. And it needs to be reviewed on a constant basis, like every five years if there are no many changes. But if you have gone through certain transitions, then maybe you need to review it a lot sooner. And the last one, the same, a lot of people completely ignore it, is to review your credit score. That is super important because there's so many things that this will allow you. And by the way, if you say, well, I don't have any credit cards, having no credit is basically the same than having bad credit. And I will have a video just on that to explain more what it means. But for now, I just want to leave you with that and give you more details in other videos about what to do in each one of these steps. So take the time to go through it. And believe me, if you do it, you will be glad you did because it'll give you the foundation. The more secure you are with what you have today, the easier it'll be your journey to become a real estate investor. See you at the next one. Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.arisalihernandez.com. Thank you.